Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as usual, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, is Tell Del Tuesday, and with me is uh, Greg Scott out of uh, Detroit, Michigan. Greg, welcome to the show. Thanks, Del. It's great to be with you again. Got a lot I want to talk to you about today. Let's start out here with uh, the fact that you've got 2,617 units right now. You're a lead investor in two deals. And you're also a mentor and teacher for Lifestyles Unlimited. That's a lot to unpack. We'll get through that through the, throughout the show today. But let's start with your interesting story. I love this story. I'm going to let you tell it how you want to tell it about how you got started in real estate and what you found out very quickly. Yeah, so uh, I was watching too many HGTV shows, but at one point, uh, everybody remembers the Great Recession hit, and uh, over the course of a few weeks, about 25% of my friends got laid off. Uh, my wife and I were both working for Ford Motor Company, and so I decided that a good solution was to have some other ways to, to make some income, and Watching the silly HGTV shows, I decided flipping would be a great way to go, but that ended up being uh, somewhat of a problem later on. Well, I like how you got out of it. Okay, so you bought a property at a bad time, bad point in history, and uh, paid a lot for it, did a lot of rehab to it, and then you couldn't sell it. It was just simply because everybody was laid off in Detroit. There was nobody to buy houses. Yeah, we actually um, we bought the we actually closed on the property before all the massive layoffs were announced. And uh, shortly after we closed, they announced all those layoffs. And we had bought in a very expensive area of Detroit called Birmingham, Michigan. And we did fix that house up very quickly, but nothing was selling at the time. So we owned that house. We you know we had outlaid all the down payment. We had outlaid out of our pockets all of the rehab. And then for 10 months, we were paying about $3,000 a month holding costs on this property, and nothing was moving. And we just had to get lucky one day. My, my realtor was very smart. Somebody came in and said, I'd love to buy this house, but I don't think I can. And the realtor said, why? And he said, because I have a, a small condo that, uh, that I don't think I could sell. And my realtor said, I'll bet you the owners of this house would love to buy your condo. Of course, in Lifestyles, we don't rec- recommend buying condos, but that got me out of a really severe problem. And I was able to turn that condo around and rent it out at um, basically cash flow neutral, which stopped the bleeding for us. Yeah, that's a great story, man. Lemons into lemonade is always a great story. It's uh, the fact that the agent figured that out for you was really a good twist. So after that, though, you decided to go on and try it a different way. Hey, that one didn't work. Let's try something else. What was the next approach? (laughs) Yeah, of course, this is all before we found Lifestyles. But the biggest thing that had been... I had, I had had a fear of owning, buy, and hold rent property was the whole toilets, tenants, taxes, issues that everybody hears about. But I owned this property as a rental for a year and basically went over there once. And the tenants paid on time. I did a good job of screening. But it was really easy. And I kept hearing about how the secret to wealth is buy and hold real estate. And so 
I started looking around to figure out how I could do that. Um, given that my wife and I live in Detroit and we were both connected to the automotive industry, it seemed foolish to buy rent properties that might go up and down uh, with automotive. So we found a company that sold turnkey rentals, which are basically properties that are already fixed up. They're usually asking full price for them. Sometimes it even has a tenant in there. And I just bought those, and, uh, and they went reasonably well, but they weren't making the kind of money that I was expecting. So at that point, you ran into us somehow. How'd you find us? Yeah, so I was disappointed that the returns weren't as good as they should have been. So I started out there searching for how do I, how do I improve my returns on my rent properties? And eventually, I stumbled across the Lifestyles podcast. Uh, of course, that was before Lifestyles was national like it is now, but the podcast was out there. And at first, it seemed like a real scam. I didn't really believe it. <laughs> but then the more I listened, I was like, hey, this is all just good business sense material. And uh, after a while, I was like, uh, this seems like a group I really need to check out. So in 2011, we signed up as a basic member. Now, did you fly into Dallas to take the class, or did we have online classes at that time? They had a recording of you, Dell. I think it was only a couple years old at the time, but I, I took the two-day uh, recorded on the Internet. And uh, what did you come away with? What was your aha moment when you came out of the two-day? Yeah, I had really two aha moments. The first one was I had never heard about how you can use hard money lending to minimize your out-of-pocket costs, and, and that dramatically improves your overall return. So that was a huge aha. And then the second one is I had not ever had any exposure to apartments, so the whole second day of the two-day was quite an eye-opening experience for me. And when you went through that and you had those two aha moments, what was your first approach once you came out of the class? What did you do? Yeah, so initially I was going to try to follow the lifestyles model for single family here in Detroit, but the recession that hit Detroit so hard, all of the hard money lenders had gone out of business. And uh, so I, read, I was listening to the podcast, and there was a guy from Iowa that was buying houses in Dallas and, and following the lifestyles model in Dallas. And so uh, I asked Lifestyles if they could hook me up with him, and he gave me a call, and he told me how he was doing it. I said, oh, this is what I needed. So I actually signed up as a preferred member, even though uh, it gives you the training for multifamily. Our focus those first couple of years was really just on single family. And we started following the Lifestyles model in Dallas, and it was just amazing. Uh, our returns were easily double or triple what we were getting uh, buying turnkey rentals. So you ended up buying nine of those in Dallas? Yes, sir. Over, over two years, we bought nine single-family properties in Dallas. We averaged about $25,000 equity capture on each one. So in other words, money in our, quote, pocket, unquote, the day we bought it. And we were averaging about $500 a month cash flow on each one. So between that and the five other properties you had, you must have had quite a bit of depreciation. Did you start seeing a decline in some of the taxes on some of that money? Oh, yeah, it was great because uh, there were a couple of the properties that we had owned for a while, and you go sell them off, and then you ask your CPA, how come we didn't have a significantly higher tax this year? And he said, oh, your depreciation from the newer properties offset the older one. Yeah, that's sweet. That's sweet. So you went full circle here from having no investments to having 14 properties in how long a period of time? Two years? Uh, it was about three years, yeah. Three years? What uh, tickled your fancy to decide to start looking into multifamily? Well, of course, 
guess this was getting before Lifestyles was national. And so to take advantage of the classes, we would fly into Dallas. But it's kind of expensive to fly into Dallas for a, a long weekend. So we would make sure that we only went when there were several classes going on. And typically every month or two, there would be a single family class backed up to a multifamily class. And we would go in for both of those. And after two years of going down there and attending these multifamily classes, my wife and I looked at each other one day and we said, how come we're not dipping our toe into this multifamily water? It seems like a really good idea. And uh, so we made a decision to do that. And we had already made a lot of really good friends who were already leads. And in December of 2014, one of our good friends uh, put out an offer there, and that was our first passive investment in multifamily. And now you have 2,617 units. So uh, I guess that worked out pretty well for you. When we come back from break here in a second, I'm going to go into you being a lead because you did decide to become a lead. What made you decide to become a lead? Well, we had become really good friends with a number of the people that we had invested with. And we always loved talking about real estate with them. And we talked to them about it. And they said, you seem to have a really keen interest in this. How come you're not interested in being a lead up in Detroit. And it was really just nothing that we'd ever considered until they asked that question. But that was that was what really kicked off our journey as being a lead. What steps did you take very quickly here? Oh well Lifestyles of course has tons of training available online. So we took as you know, we had just absorbed everything we possibly could. And of course, um, you know, all of our friends were very helpful talking when we could ask them questions, why did you do this? Why did you do that? And uh, so it was just a great overall immersion into multifamily investing. All right. So we're going to go to a break right now. When we come back, I'm going to talk about the deals that you were lead in, the one that you've already done and sold completely. Uh, that one's done. Then the other one, the larger one that you're in now. So we're going to cover that when we get back. For the rest of you out there, uh, we'll be right back with Greg Scott and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show here on Tell Dell Tuesday. We have Greg Scott with us today out of uh, Detroit, Michigan. And Greg currently uh, owns 2,617 units, two of which apartment complexes in that group. He is the lead investor, syndicator of those deals. We want to talk about those now. Greg, let's talk about the first one, the small one you did. Uh, it was that one that's in Romulus, Michigan. I guess that's up there by Detroit. Tell us about that one. Yeah, Romulus is actually right by Detroit Metro Airport. So many of you may have flown almost over that property. It was a 24 unit. is um, pretty small by lifestyle standards. Uh, we were the first. Uh, non-Texas syndication within Lifestyles uh, membership. So we weren't really sure how much money we could raise. Most people scratch their head and go, Detroit, I, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable investing up there. But we did. Uh, we were able to close the deal. We raised $400,000 uh, to buy this 24-unit. It was a $900,000 purchase price, which is just under $38,000 a door. So pretty inexpensive by today's standard. We bought it in August of 2016. Uh, we ran it for four years, and we sold it for a little over $1.5 million in September of 2020. And we gave our investors a total profit of 144%. And I'll just add, because some people get confused by how those percentages work, every dollar that was invested came back as $2.44 to our investors. Wow. Excellent job. Excellent. So the 144%, that was divided over four years, or is that... Each year, is that yes, the sir. annualized or uh, just total? 
That was a total, yeah, total 144% over four years. So I think it works out to 30 something percent annualized every year. It's a lot better than 0.35%. <laughs> Most of it's earning in our savings accounts, right? That's, that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. Uh, what did you do to up the value over those four years? What did you do to change it, to improve it? Oh, well, yeah, we did a lot of things. We certainly added some curb appeal to the outside, which really helps attract new residents. But uh, the prior owner is what we call a mom-and-pop owner. He just did the very minimum. He always seemed to buy stuff out of the Home Depot bargain bin, whatever was on sale. And so everything was mismatched and, and didn't look very good. So we followed the training we had at Lifestyles. We would uh, clean those things up. We would put in all new electrical plugs and switches so that they matched. We would put in brush nickel um, fixtures, uh, plumbing and lighting so it looked really good. We put in two-tone paint. Uh, we often upgraded the vinyl plank flooring. So by the time we were done, the unit just looked completely upgraded. And even though we had all those upgrades, we were best product, best price, which is one of the, the ideas that Lifestyles teaches. So we had no problem renting those out. Uh, we, had, we offered great value compared to the other properties in the area. That's great. What year build was this? It was a 6970 build. Ooh, doggies. 70, 30, 50, 55-year-old property. That's amazing. So, you know, as you were talking about that, what you did, to me, it seems like what you had learned, you just came in and copied the basic remodel that we do. It seems like that's the general same steps everybody's taking, the same materials everybody was putting in at the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think one of the things we've learned from Lifestyles is, uh, you know, on HGTV, every time they go find a new house, they have to go pick out the perfect colors for that house. And what we've learned from Lifestyles is oftentimes the cookie cutter approach is the smartest and most efficient and very best way to do it. So we've, we've borrowed a lot of ideas from the other members, and we saw what was working in the area, and we just did the same thing over and over and over again. It was a great way to go. Excellent. All right, so you took quite a step, though, to go from a 24-unit all the way up to 272-unit. Did you sell the 24 before you bought the 272, or did you have both of them for a while? We had both of them for, for a while, uh, about a year and a half. But, yeah, we jumped up to a 272-unit. We had been looking for quite a while, and there just wasn't a lot of inventory coming up in Detroit, so we started looking a little bit further away, a little bit further away. And we had owned rent properties in Indianapolis at one point, and we just noticed there was a lot of properties coming out of the market. So we just started underwriting them, underwriting them, meeting with the brokers. And then we had, what was funny is over time, we got comfortable with 100 units. Then we got comfortable with 150 units, then a 200 unit. And finally, the broker said, I think this one would be perfect for you, but it's bigger, 272. And we got comfortable with it. And then they said, congratulations, you got the deal. Of course, that was a little bit scary at first. Uh, and we've had a lot of challenges on that property, but right now it is humming along, and the lifestyles education has just proved invaluable to us. Well, let's share a little info about it. What year built was it? That was also a 6970 build. Okay, so we got 69 to 70s. How much did it cost you? Uh, that one cost us uh, just under $13 million. $13 million. Wow. What did you have to put down? How much money did you have to raise to, to get this deal done? We raised $6.275 million. And did you have any fear 
being again, <laughs> you're, you're raising capital not in and around our, our major hubs, but out there in new locations. Do you have any fear of not oh, making yeah. that? I can tell you my wife and I were both kind of scared to death, but we had some really good friends. We trusted and believed in the lifestyles model, and we followed the path, and we made it. We made it. We raised the money. We got the, the property closed, and then it's also helped us through some of the many challenges we've had on the property. So, again, we're very grateful for all the training lifestyles has provided and it's helped us get to where we are. So just to tickle your, your tummy a little bit, Craig, a lady sent me an email two days ago. I'm going to... I'm going to use it on the radio next week. But she said uh, she had to raise $7 million. She'd never done it before. It was her first deal. She's scared to death. And she raised the money in four hours and had to start giving money back. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that happened. So the podium, I think, makes a big difference, don't you? Absolutely. It's certainly, for those who haven't heard, Podium is a online platform that we have to make sure that our communications are secure between the leads and the passive investors so that things like social security numbers are protected, but it just makes uh, the communication much faster and makes it everything easier. Yeah, it really does. All right, let's talk about, you said you had some challenges. I always like to hear about the challenges because, you know, people listen to the radio show and they go, ah, everything's easy. You make it sound so easy. Life isn't really that easy. Uh, so let's hear some of the challenges you ran into. Yeah, well, first of all, I got to say that the guy that we bought this from was completely unethical. He did not pay many of the contractors that worked on the property. So the first challenge we had was getting people to actually come work on the property. But we were starting to work through that. And then three months to the day after we bought the property, a tornado came and hit our property and took out initially about 25 units. It really you know, damaged the roof of three buildings. We had two of them where the roof literally was removed and then it rained for about another four hours like cats and dogs. So almost all of the drywall collapsed on the inside. Uh, we were able to get about half of those units back online very quickly once the fire department said that there's no, no risk. Um, but the other handful uh it took a long time to put that back together but we we had been in a good position uh, we were very familiar with how to use insurance we had taken many courses within lifestyles on how to manage it and so we were in good shape and it, it was a painful process because we had a lot of paperwork to deal with but in the end not only was the property better off but we were better off for having had the tornado happen all right, well, we're going to take a break now. We'll be right back with Greg Scott and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Del Tuesday is Greg Scott out of Detroit, Michigan. Greg has 2,617 units. He is a lead investor in two apartment complexes. And as we went to break, we were discussing some of the challenges he had in his second larger deal, which was 272 units. Greg, you talked about you had a tornado. You turn that around. You say now the thing's humming. What else did you do to this one? Were there any other challenges, I guess, would be the first question. Then what oh, else yeah, did you well. do? There's all kinds of challenges, but uh, we did have a fire in September of 2020. Uh, it wasn't nearly as bad as the tornado, but again, we had the right insurance. We followed through, got all those units nice, back up and fixed up. Uh, but just aside from that, the main thing we've been doing is, again, following the lifestyles map. We had over 100 units on this property that were classic. In other words, they hadn't been touched since the property was built. And we're turning each one of those around, putting in all new cabinets, new flooring, new fixtures, similar to what we talked about with our first property. And we're get averaging uh, over $200 rent bumps on each one of those. 
So we're getting a great return for our investors. We're very excited about it. You know, yesterday I gave a show on um, chaos and about the, the fact that everything tends to chaos, and they call that entropy, but everything tends to fall apart. And then I made this analogy, I said, but the reason that we're successful in life is our ability to take the chaos, to take th out of thin air the atoms, the molecules, and uh, so forth, and put them together in some new form or fashion of with order, and then we end up with something out of nothing. And so that's what you're really doing. You're taking something that isn't there, and you're making it into something different, and hence it becomes worth more. Now, how, let's see here. And this one right here, how long have you had it? You bought this in 2019? Yep. And we so just that, actually bought another one late last year, too. Oh, did you? I didn't even know that. It's not even on your resume. Okay. Let's talk about this one. Uh, has this one <laughs> increased in value at all? Yeah, we bought this property for about $16 million. And uh, today, it's easily worth close to double that. Wow. So that's building some massive wealth there. Tell us about the third property you bought, because I didn't even know you bought a third one. Yeah, there's another one in Indianapolis, 280 units. It's in Speedway, Indiana, which is where the International Speedway is. Uh -huh. um, this property was a great contrast to the other one. It's, it's a similar age, style, and construction. Um, but the previous owner of this one was very good at taking care of it. So we didn't have any of the issues that we had with the contractors and Knock on wood, thus far we've had no major catastrophes like we had on the first one, and so that one's doing very, very well. We're excited about that one, too. So you've gone through this. You've become successful. You have your hands around it. Have you given up your job yet working for Ford? No, I'm actually very close. I've actually told my boss that I'm going to retire, and the main reason I haven't is I have a special needs kid, and we're trying to make sure that we have a, his health care lined up before I retire so that it doesn't mess him up. Gotcha. And that's the only thing holding me back. What did your boss say when you told him you were going to retire? Are you insane? <laughs> so my boss is two levels above me, but he said, oh, I wish I was in a position to do that. How did you do that? So I started talking to him about real estate. I have a feeling he may come to one of our meetups here in Detroit, too. And then my boss may end up joining. So who knows? We'll see. That's got to chap a boss's booty, right? Just... <laughs> around the same time I have. And like I said, he's two, two promotion levels above me. So you would think that he would be in a better position than I would, but he's not. Uh, the, the more you make, the more you spend. That's, you know, the way of the world in most cases. So that's great. Um, let's talk about what you and Nicole have done here at Lifestyles. Uh, did Nicole start with us first or did you start with us first? I can't remember. Well, back in, in terms of getting involved in investing, I was first. But Nicole actually was the first to join Lifestyles. And she, in 2019, when we bought our second property, she became a national multifamily mentor. So it's been doing that a little over, uh, what is it now, three years, almost three years now. And um, so every day she's talking to members around the country, helping them uh, acquire properties correctly so that they have good returns to their investors as well. You know, it's interesting how things grow, and you, you know, you had heard we had this guy that was doing it out of Iowa or Ohio, wherever it was, and you talked to him, and now she's doing it out of Indianapolis and talking to people all over the whole country and getting them started all over the country. We now have members in all 50 states and quite a few countries, so it's pretty interesting how this stuff grows. Uh, you decided to come on board and help. How did you decide to do that? Yeah, so it's funny. I, uh, there was a, a two-day event, our, our big uh, event that we have that shows everybody how to invest properly in single family and multifamily. And uh, there was one that was supposed to come to Chicago and it ended up getting canceled because there was a, 
schedule conflict with one of the presenters. And I just reached out to Lynn and said, hey, I'd be willing to try to help out if you ever have a situation like that again. And she said, well, come on board. We'd love to have you be a two-day presenter. And I'm like, okay. And I mean, quite frankly, Dell, I really had no idea what I was getting into. I watched the uh, train the trainer class you had done. And then that's when I really understood how deep and impressive the body of material was. And I've really enjoyed the process. I've learned a lot myself doing it. But I got to tell you, it's just so rewarding when you're talking with that member who's afraid of getting into something and you can talk them through it. And then two or three years later, they come up to you and they tell you how much their lives have changed because now they're on a path to financial freedom where before they were just on that little rat's wheel running around and around and around and getting nowhere. No kidding, no kidding. How many times have people come up to you since you started teaching and said, I, it's, the whole seminar sounded like you were just talking to me. You were speaking to me personally. I've had that plenty of times. People say, you had the exact same thing happen to you that happened to me. I mean, I was worried about getting laid off and our house was upside down. I was, actually, I was just talking to somebody today who actually was even a worse situation. Uh, they got laid off and they lost their house. And now he's trying to recover from that still 10 years later. And he's, he's signing up as a preferred member this week because he's very excited about what he can do now. It's amazing, isn't it? It really is. Oh. Uh, the other thing is you're talking about the layers of material. You're actually teaching at two or three different layers at the same time. You know, you got just the direct material, but you've also got a lot of nuances that are going on. When people come out of that thing, I get told all the time, I'll see if you get the same comments. David Fisher says he gets the same comments. People say it was like drinking from a fire hose. There were just so much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I found interesting is that every two-day presenter, they inject their personal experiences in it. So you get different nuances by watching and listening to the different people. So I think I've listened to almost all the different two-day presenters. And even though I am a two-day teacher, I will hear different things and learn different things uh, yeah, I when too. I take the course again. I do, too. It, it, it's, it's amazing. I watch everybody else and I go, man, that's that's good material right there. That really is helpful. So what's the future look like for Greg and Nicole Scott right now? Yeah, so I'm definitely retiring this year. Uh, our plans are at some point in the next year or two to move down to Indianapolis so we can be closer to the property. We actually just got back late last night. We love spending time on the properties and, uh, you know, you just see things when you're sitting at the properties. Uh, but we're also going to really start living the lifestyle. Uh, we're going to do two trips to Europe this year that we could never really get in when I was a W-2 employee. If Europe is still there, there if Russia doesn't <laughs> blow it up. Uh, we're not going that far. Although, you know what, now that I think about it, that could be a problem. Uh-oh. <laughs> we'll have to look out for that. You don't. You never know. I mean, that thing could escalate out of just total control in no time. I just have seen yeah, it. Could. So um, you're going to go on two major trips. What else is you looking forward to? Uh, I'm just looking forward to having total freedom of my time to decide, you know, when I can do what, and you know, sometimes I'll be working late, hard on a Sunday, but that's my choice. And then if I want to take a Tuesday off to go hang out with my kids or help them move or whatever it is I want to do, I have that freedom. So we're very much looking forward to that. Excellent. What about the expo? We are so excited about the expo. You know, this is a great time at Lifestyle. There's so much going on. I just finished teaching a floor part last week, but there was I attended a. Virginia meetup online. Uh, there's in here in Detroit. I know there's a meetup uh, this weekend. Uh, this weekend, I'm going to Richmond, Virginia with my wife to teach the two-day. Uh, it seems like every week there's stuff going on, but the big event, um, uh, 
uh, a little less than a month from now, like three weeks from now, two, three weeks from now, we have the Expo in Houston, and it's an event I always look forward to. There'll be, if it's like any other Expo, five, 6,000 people there. All, you know, It's just a great time, just constantly meeting people, talking with people, old friends you haven't seen in a while, and I'm, I'm thrilled to go. We're going to look forward to that event. It's going, By the way, it's on um, March 17th, 18th, and 19th this year. Greg, thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us. Now, from the files of Del Wamsley. I do want to make this point to everybody out there. All right. This poor lady signed up for one of these stupid stock trading courses. Do you understand that trading stocks on a daily basis like this is really nothing but gambling? you might as well sign up for how to cut cards or how to play cards because it's just insane. You're going to lose. The odds are against you. It isn't going to work. And you know what? I want to add this to it. And so is every other real estate course out there that has to do with flipping and wholesaling and working your butt off and busting your butt and taking advantage of people and selling stuff too high and buying it too low and ripping people off. Guys, we're not doing any of that. We're buying assets that make us passive streams of income. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Here with me today on Tell Dell Tuesday is a member that is going to be at the Expo, the 2022 Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Expo. And uh, that is going to be on March 17th, 18th, and 19th, coming up soon. During this uh, event, not only do we have networking with thousands and thousands of people, classes on just about anything and everything has to do with real estate, life, and finances, giant parties, all kinds of events to go to, networking, the whole bit, everything you can think of. If you want to look it up, go on to Lifestyles Unlimited Expo 2022, and all the information is there. Now, at this expo, we're also going to have a master's tour where we're going to go out and look at eight different apartment complexes. And uh, you'll be able to get to go out and look at these things, meet the owners, and they will tour you through the property and show you everything they've done. Today with me, I have one of those lead investors with me. And uh, to date, this gentleman has done six deals as a lead investor, 18 deals as a passive investor, currently owns 3,997 units, and is making somewhere around $35,000 a month himself just on cash flow. So it's massive success. With me today is Kirby Haynes from Houston, Texas. Kirby, welcome to the show. Hi, Bill. Thanks for having me on. I'd like you to talk about the deal you're going to be showing people to sort of give them, get them excited about seeing it, but I don't want you to say where it's at or what the name of it is, if you can keep from doing that, because I do not want... If you do that, then you'll have 500 people at your apartment complex within a week, <laughs> knocking on the door, trying to see what you're getting, people are going to see. So uh, tell them what they're going to see, but not where it is or what the name of it is. Sure. It's a, it's a nice uh, garden style property. I've had it for about three years as a lead investor. Uh, it's just over 100 units, and uh, it, it's uh, all one bedrooms. It's kind of unique on uh, the fact that it's all one bedrooms. And typically, you find Properties like that that uh, have all one beds have a lot of turnover, a lot of people moving in and out. However, because of the area, the location, and just their excellent property reputation, everyone there stays there, and they renew their leases every year. Uh, so it's a, it's a great property. I'm very excited to uh, show it on the master's tour. What kind of changes have you done 
to it, Kirby, to make it worth more? Sure. So we've been adding a uh, washer dryer uh, connection, and we're buying the appliance and installing it in the apartment. So people have their own washer dryer inside the apartment rather than have to go to the you know common area uh, laundry. What else have you done? We're adding uh, upgrades to the kitchen. We're uh, doing granite countertops. We're upgrading the kitchen cabinet, and uh, we're just giving a, a big facelift to the look and feel of the apartments. Upgrading flooring, lighting, and we're able to increase the rents quite a bit because of the upgrades that we are doing. My last apartment purchase, Kirby, was three years ago also. I paid $120,000 a door. And just last week, I had an offer in. I was in best and final on a deal that's the same number of units, same age, and relatively same part of town. And uh, it was going for $240,000 a door. So my property's basically doubled in value in three years. And that's not a leveraged 100% gain. That's a straight up 100% gain, which is leveraged at about probably 400%. What has yours done in three years as far as value goes? We bought it for about seventy-nine thousand a door, uh, and today it's probably worth one hundred five to one hundred ten thousand. Wow! So you've got about thirty grand a door increase in value there, huh? Yeah, about fifty percent. And again, they're all uh, one beds, and they're all smaller units, so uh, the price oh, that's per good pound. Point. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a good point. So, um, do you have anything special we're going to see on, on the uh, Masters tour? Something that you're going to? What all are you going to let us see? Sure. Well, we'll show you the property. We've redone the pool. We'll show you an upgraded unit with the granite countertops, the beautiful glass uh, mosaic tile backsplash in the kitchen, our updated bathrooms where we've redone the uh, uh, bathtubs and tile in there, uh, new color schemes, and just uh, show you the upgraded units. We'll show you the washer and dryers and where we installed them in the apartment because we have to run the electrical, the plumbing, the venting, and the drain uh, inside each unit. You know, so we'll show you that, show you the office. Uh, we have a nice dog park and uh, give you a good tour. I look forward to seeing this with you. Uh, this is going to be, again, March 17th, 18th, 19th is the expo. And I believe um, the Masters Tour is on the 17th and 18th. It's going to be like a Thursday and Friday. And then the uh, expo is on a Saturday. And I look forward to that. Uh, you prepared for the big party afterwards? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for the invite. We'll, we'll be go to the expo, the networking, and meet all the other successful real estate investors, all my friends and, and new friends, and uh, definitely be at the party for sure. Yeah, last year at the expo, I saw you sitting at a table and you had like 20 people sitting around you. You were like the, the grand poobah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. And, and uh, you know, I'm very grateful for finding Lifestyles. Uh, about 13 years ago, I, I joined and it's been an incredible journey with you, Dell. You know, go buy from one, one little house to a couple little more houses and then started investing passively in, in multifamily and then retiring myself at age 33 and then having all the time in the world, I became a lead investor and started buying properties myself and I have more fun than I could possibly imagine being a lead investor and, and working on our properties every day. Well, we love having you. We sure do. And we love the fact you're willing to give back. So everybody out there, remember, March 17th, 18th, and 19th, the Lifestyles Unlimited Houston Real Estate Expo. You're not going to want to miss it. Kirby, thanks for coming on today. appreciate you sharing some time with us. And for the rest of you out there, remember this. We don't do this for money. We do this for an incredible quality of lifestyle. Now more intel from the files of Del Wamsley. Focus on commitment to the project. Whatever the project in hand is, getting in shape. Commit yourself to getting in shape. Focus on the commitment. Don't focus on getting motivated. Forget the motivational step. You don't need it. Commit to the results. As we work through the rest of this stuff, 
you'll see that that commitment to the results is what's going to get you there. Because number two, I think is important tie-in with number one is, that is seek knowledge, not results. Now, what I've found is, is that if you try to just get out there and do something, I told you this story 10, 20 times about me going out there and rebuilding this train layout three different times before I finally went to an expert, to a pro, and got all my questions answered because I kept getting into it and running into something, a design flaw that was designed into the very plan. So you'd get to that design flaw. When you run up against it, you could go no further. You had to take it all apart and start over again. I did that two or three times. Finally, I realized what I need to do is I need to totally envision the entire project. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you tomorrow.